You know, as we come to, uh, I feel like a restart for the year. I know we already had a beginning to this year. We already started out with our Change Up series, and then we landed at Passion 2014. But I feel like there's still time for us to think about a new beginning for 2014. Still January, there's still time. There's still time for all of us to ask God, what do you want to do in my life and through my life in this new year? And that's the question I want us to hang on to today because I think sometimes, you know, hope fades fast. And I want to make sure that we're just building, building even on where we were last Sunday night at Phillips Arena and talking about how God has put every one of us in a family and in that family, uh, brought into that family through his love, everything has changed. And the banner over our lives for this year is the banner of immeasurably more. That's just believing that God can do more in our lives than we can do on our own in every area of life. Just believing again, God, for my family, I believe for this year immeasurably more. For my endeavors, my business, the enterprise I'm a part of, the startup thing that we're in, I want to believe you for immeasurably more. In my relationships, I want to believe you, God, for immeasurably more. In my own heart, my own journey, my own walk of faith. I want to believe you for immeasurably more this year. And this challenge that we're facing, God, I want to believe that you're going to come through and more than come through. And I want to keep speaking that out over our house this year, that we are a part of a family. We're part of God's family. We're brought in by a love that's beyond our comprehension. And in the family of God, there's always the hope of God to do in and through our lives more than we could dream, more than we could ask, more than we could think or more than we can imagine. And today I want to take one last step before we launch out into a new series next week. And I just want to talk to us for a little bit as a pastor and a leader of our house. And I want to talk about what it looks like for each one of us in the building today to find our place in God's story. And particularly to find our place in God's story at Passion City Church. And if you have scripture today, I want you to read this passage with me in Romans chapter 15. Because what we see in this chapter is a beautiful picture of God wanting to come through for you and for me individually. God wanting to link us together collectively and God wanting to use us to be a beacon to this entire city for the fame of Jesus. So if you find Romans chapter 15, I want to read a few verses beginning in verse 1 together. And then I want to talk about how we weave together to become a house called Passion City Church and where your place is in that house. Beginning in verse 1, this is what Paul writes in Romans 15. He says, We who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Each of us should please his neighbor for his good to build him up. For even Christ did not please himself, as it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. So Christ put himself of being a servant to the greater purposes and plans of God. And then in verse 4, for everything that was written in the past was written to teach us, so that through endurance and the encouragement of Scripture, we might have hope. So may the God who gives endurance... And encouragement give you a spirit of unity among yourselves as you follow Christ Jesus, so that with one heart and mouth you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, we're going to come back to this a little bit uh, through the talk today, but this is the hope 
for us as Passion City Church. This is what we're driving at today, that we would be able to be in this statement Paul is making, that with one heart, some translations might say one mind, and with one mouth or one voice, we might glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then he goes on to unpack this a little bit, beginning in verse 7. Look at what he says. Accept one another then, just as Christ accepted you, in order to bring, to bring praise to God. For I tell you that Christ has become a servant of the Jews on behalf of God's truth, to confirm the promises made to the patriarchs, so that the Gentiles may glorify God for his mercy." Now, I know that sounds like a big mouthful, but we're going we're gonna to unpack that in just a minute. But just back up. Let's bring that verse forward again. Verse 8, For I tell you that Christ has become a servant of the Jews. That's the people of God, the chosen people of God. So Christ became a servant of these people that God had collected, called his own, and chosen to be his own people. And this is why he served the collected people of God. So that... The truth of God, as we see in the middle of the verse, then could confirm the promises made to the patriarchs so that the Gentiles then, in the end, the not chosen of God, would glorify God for his mercy. And then he talks about several places where this is promised in Scripture. Therefore, I'll praise you among the Gentiles, and I will sing hymns to your name. And again, he quotes another place, Rejoice, O Gentiles, with his people, and again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, and sing praise to him, all you peoples. And then he quotes another place. And again, Isaiah says, The root of Jesse will spring up, one who will arise to rule over the nations, and the Gentiles will hope in him. Speaking of Jesus Christ. And so then his conclusion in verse 13 May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. The beauty of this passage has got to become the heartbeat of our lives. For 2014 to be everything God wants it to be for you individually and for us collectively as Passion City Church, the heartbeat of this particular text has to become the heartbeat of our lives. And the heartbeat of this text, simply put, is this, that God came through for his people so that through his people, God could come through for all people. I'll say that over again. That's the heartbeat of what Paul's driving at in this passage, that God came through for his people. Now, we all want to amen that because I do and you do. We want God to come through for us today, this week, and the challenges we face right now. And we want God to come through for us throughout 2014. But here's the thing, and this is the beauty of the gospel, that God came through for his people so that through his people, God could come through for all the people. And that's how Passion City Church is positioned in Atlanta, Georgia, the greater Atlanta suburban area, the state of Georgia, America, and the world. We're praying God will come through for us as a people so that through us, God then can come through for all of his people. And so how, how do you fit into that story of Passion City Church? 
And today I just want to put it straight out there. We, we've done some of this in our community group collective a few weeks ago. Some of you heard a little bit of what I want to share today. But there was only, you know, 13, 1400 of us here on community group collective night. I shared a little bit of what I want to share today at our vision and leadership night last year. But there was only 1,000, 1,200 of us there for vision and leadership night. But today everybody's in the house. And I want every person in our house today to know that there are at least five ways for you to become integrated into the story of what God is doing at Passion City Church. And I just want to encourage you to take a step towards your place in God's story so that what is true in this passage and what we want to be true of our house can become true of you this year. That you'd be able to end this year and say two things. Number one, God came through for me. That you would be able to end 2014 and say, I came to know God. My relationship grew deeper with God. I became more aware of God. I grew up in God. I matured in God. I experienced God. That I saw God come through in my life. I want all of us to be able to say that at the end of this year. God came through for me. But secondly, I want all of us to be able to say at the end of this year that God came through me to come through for the people of the city of Atlanta, that there's someone else in the equation and in the story of God, because God not only came through for me, but God came through for me so that he could come through me to come through for someone else in this city, in my family, in my place of work, in my school, in my neighborhood, in my community, someone that I just randomly meet in life that God causes my path to intersect with. And that's going to happen happen when we embrace the heartbeat of the gospel, and it's going to happen when we lean into the fabric of Passion City Church. And so what are the five ways, at least five ways, that you can link your life into the story of God at Passion City Church? Well, the first one is obvious. You've already accomplished that, congratulations, because you've made it to one of our weekend gatherings, and that's one of the ways that your life story is woven into God's story through Passion City Church. And we love the weekend gathering. You may be, you know, all about the morning. You may be all about the afternoon. You may be all about the evening. But the the beauty is coming into the house as God's people collected together in worship. And, And I love just looking across this room and seeing our house gather. Now, I don't know every single person in the room, but, but I, I can see a story being woven in every single person in the room today. Some of you came for the very first time. Some of you come for the hundredth time, but we've all made it into worship today. Why? Because we want to collect our lives around Jesus Christ in worship and in the Word, because together as we glorify Him, something happens that is different than our own individual journey with him. And I love it. And I love this house. I love the weekend at this house. And, you know, some people say, tell me about your church. You know, eventually a conversation will open at a restaurant or at a car wash or in a store somewhere. And not, not too far into every conversation, people say, so what do you do? And I say, well, I'm a pastor. And they say, oh, that's great. Well, what church are you a pastor of? And I say, Passion City Church. And they say, oh, well, where is that? I say, it's in, in the Limburg area, sort of between Buckhead and Midtown. And I say, oh, okay. I kind of know where Limburg is. And then they say, well, well tell me about your church. You know, what, when, when do you meet? And I I said, well, we meet at this time and this time and this time and 
whatever, whatever. And then invariably they kind of say, well, 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 what is it like? And I, I always just want to say, well, it's a Jesus church and there's a lot of people there and we're all leaning together toward just wanting to make Jesus as big a deal as we can in our lives and in this city. And somewhere along the way, it usually works into the conversation that, well, how big is it? Like, how, how am I going to fit in? What, what, what will the experience be like? And, and you just have to tell them, hey, it, it's a big church. I, I mean, I don't really think it's that big of a church, honestly, but in, in church standards, it's Passion City Church is a big church. So I say, well, there are a couple thousand people there, and they're like, oh my goodness, that, that's a lot of people. I say, well, that's every time we gather several times through the day, there are a couple thousand people there and they're like oh my goodness that's a really big church and it feels like when people on first glance look at Passion City on our weekend gathering they think big church but you know what I don't think big when I think about our weekend gathering when I think about our weekend gathering these are the words that come to my mind I think about movement I think when people come through the door, especially, and some of you can say this today because you came for the first time, right? And you got here a little bit late and you were thinking, I'm just going to zip in right at the end and kind of sit on the last pew. And when you zipped in right at the end, you got sent up to the parking deck and you had to ride a shuttle possibly. And then you're like, okay, there's a lot of people here. This is crazy. Why, why are there so many people here? And in your mind, you were thinking, this many people want to go to church? Isn't that awesome to go to a church that when you walk through the door, one of the things that filters through your thinking is, man, there are a lot of people who want to worship Jesus today. There are a lot of people who want to be around the teaching of the Word of God today. And that's what I think about about our weekend gatherings. I think about movement. I think about inviting. I think about how friendly our team is. I think about how how open our doors are. I think about the kind of welcome people experience when they come into Passion City Church. And yes, it's, a, it's big, I guess. And yes, there's a lot of people here, but I feel that people are invited in as soon as they come near 515. And I love that about our weekend. I feel like it's widespread. And when you look down these rows and look across this auditorium today, you see all different kinds of people at all stages of life, but all of us linking together from north, south, east, and west. Some work in the city in a high rise. Some work, you know, in a little small business. Some are, are going to a really big school. Some are being, uh, are in homeschool. Some are this part of, of life and some in these stages of life. Different ages, different spectrums, different kinds of people, but one Jesus. One gospel, one power, one family, one father who's called us all into a brand new story. And you see that when you walk into Passion City Church on a weekend gathering. You see that the story of God is an all-inclusive story. Jesus says, whosoever will may come and drink freely of the river of life. It's a growing story, and that's what you see on the weekend You see people every single week saying, I want to put my faith in Jesus. Every time we gather, someone says, I want to put my trust in what Christ has done for me. I want to join this family that all of you seem to be woven into. And so the weekend gathering is a big step for us all. It's unique in our lives. It plays a unique role in our story. And I want to encourage you to make it a priority for 2014. We've said this many times, but church is not an organization that you attend. Church is a family that you belong to. 
And I want to encourage you to lean into your family this year on the weekend gathering. Now, I know it's ironic for me to be saying that and to be communicating via video today. I I get that. But it's a toss-up for me. And and I really did pray through it. It, It's the Grammys. And uh, we do steward a record label. And we do uh, shepherd artists. And two of our artists are nominated for Grammy Awards on this very day. And so it's a toss-up. That's a very rare privilege in life. It's a rare opportunity in life to be able to make uh, much of Jesus. And to support the people that we are standing behind. But for me, it was a a 50-50 all the way. Because I want to be at Passion City Church when we gather on the weekend. I want to be a part of our house when we gather together. I want to experience what God does in this room as all of the individual stories come into one moment of praise, adoration, thanksgiving, and hope in Jesus Christ. But on a day like today, it's a toss-up, and I'm like... I'm going to pastor our house and I'm going to come and share this story and I'm going to unpack this message for our team. I'm going to, I'm going to do that. Why? Because being in a part of the weekend is not an optional thing that, that works when it works and doesn't when it doesn't. It's a value of saying this is our family and this is the unique gathering of our family. I want to be here every time we gather and I want to bring somebody with me every single time we gather in this place. The second way that you can get woven into our story and into the story of the gospel, a story that is not just about God coming through for you, but about God coming through for us so that through us, God can come through for others. A second way you can be woven into that story is through a community group at Passion City Church. And we've talked about community groups for a long time now, but I want to encourage you to make 2014 the year that you step into community in our house. We have eight rooms in our house right now that meet around the city. We have a room for college students and uh, 18 to 25 year olds, college age young people. And we have a college age community group, a room at Passion City Church. We have a room in our house that meets in Marietta, Kennesaw. We have a room in our house that meets in Johns Creek. We have a room in our house that meets in Alpharetta. We have a room in our house that meets right here in the Buckhead Lindbergh neighborhood. We have a South Side room in our house. We have a Virginia Highlands um, room in our house, a Midtown room in our house. They're rooms of our house. It's not different houses, just rooms in our house that are closer to your house. So that you can find what everybody ultimately wants. The buzzword of life right now in the world is, I want community. And what is community? Community is at least these three words. I want to belong. I want to be known. I want people to to be able to call me by name and to know my story, to know my journey. And I want to become I want to be different. I want to grow. I want to mature. I want, to, I want my life to look different. And that happens in close proximity with other people who are committed to those same goals as you're committed to in your life. And that happens in community. And everyone's looking for that. In fact, you coming through the door today, you're like, I love the weekend. I'm committed to the weekend gathering. I love the worship. I love God's presence in this house. I love what God is doing. I love it when we open God's word. I love the sense that God is in this place. But what you're thinking is, but I really want to know some people and I want some people to know me. And that happens at Passion City Church in a community group. Now, what is a community group? A community group ideally 
is 60 to 70 to 80 people who gather in a certain part of town on a weeknight where they can follow along together what we're doing as a house. So there's a little bit more conversation about what God has unpacked to us on the weekend. It's a chance for you to get in a circle with six or seven or eight other people to meet some people, to talk about your week, to talk about your life, to talk about your journey to share what God's doing in your life and to ask people to pray for you and a chance to pray for other people. It's a chance for you to meet people. It's a chance for you to fit into the fabric of our house. And you're like, well, that's still kind of big to me. The the 60 people, 70 people, 80 people, in some cases, 100 people, that's still a lot of people. How do you get to know all those people? Well, you get to know those people because in every single community group experience, you're going to be in a circle with a handful of people that you can really look eye to eye, hear something about their story, and link your life into theirs. And in community groups, the movement of Passion City Church, or you might call it a different thing, the bigness of Passion City Church becomes smaller. Big church is made small in a community group environment. And we have such great facilitators, such great hosts, such great teams leading these groups. But you have to go through the door. And when you go through the door, you have to go through the door with this idea. I want two things to be true of my life in 2014. I want God to come through for me, but I want God to come through for me so that through me, God can come through for someone else. And if you walk into community group with that mentality, you're going to find new friends. You're going to find a place to belong. You're going to find a place that you are known. And then when you walk in here on a weekend gathering, you're going to start seeing people in the hallways and in the oval and in your section. And you're going to go, wow, I know you from community group. So great. In fact, I saw four people that I know today from my community group that I could actually feel like the big movement of Passion City Church is getting more personal in my life. Uh, the third way of, of finding community and, and finding your way in the story of Passion City Church is through becoming a door holder at Passion City Church. Door holders have been served. And so their mentality is, I want to serve. We've said this many, many times, but we'll say it dozens more times in our lifetime as Passion City Church. We want to open the way for other people to experience what we have experienced in our relationship with Jesus. And so a door holder takes up that mentality. God has served me. Other people have served me. I have found a relationship with God. And in that relationship with God, I want to then step outside to the curb, open the door and open a way for someone else to experience what I have experienced in my relationship with God. That's what a door holder is all about. And door holding in our book is different than volunteering. A volunteer signs up and shows up and fills a slot. And that's not exactly what we're looking for. We're looking for more than that. We're looking for people who feel like this is my house. This is our family. This is where I belong. And I have seen God do so much in my life through this place. I want to take up the that we may attitude. And I want to weave my part of the story into wherever God can use me at Passion City Church so that I can then make this opportunity and experience available for someone else. I want to be a part of God opening the way for another person to step into the story. Now that's not normal. That's not normal American Western humanity. 
I mean, forget about Christianity. That's just not normal. Normal is, I like to come. I like people to help me find a parking place. I like someone to look after my toddler. I like someone to teach my kids about Jesus. I like great production. I like it when the sound is just right. I like all the energy the band puts into the songs. I like the songs and what they do to my heart. I love it when someone opens scripture. I love it that they've prepared, that they've dug into the text, that they've spent hours, that they've been on their knees, that they provided a way for me to see God in a brand new way. I love it when the temperature is just right. I love it when the building looks good. I love it when the bathrooms are clean. I love bringing other people here because it's such an incredible environment. I love everything that happens in this house. And then a gear shift happens and you go, wow, everything I just said happens because somebody made a decision to say, I want to move from the sidelines to the front lines. I want to move from just attending an organization to becoming a part of a family. I have been served. I want to serve. I want to become a door holder, not just a volunteer who says, okay, if you need me, I'll be there at 830 in the morning on Sunday if you need me this week. But I want to become that person that our house talks about that says that we may. God has delivered me. God has transformed my life. This house has transformed my life. I am in. I am available. Sign me up to join the door holder mentality and give me a place to serve. Because I want to step into the story of God at Passion City Church, not just keep reading the story of God. At Passion City Church. And the beauty of being a door holder is not only do we reflect the spirit of Jesus when we do that, you're going to find community at Passion City Church because you're going to be serving alongside of people that you don't know. And then when you come into a weekend gathering and it's not your time to be door holding in a particular moment, you'll say, I know you, 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 and you from my community group. And I know you, 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 and you from my door holding team. And you're going to meet more and more and more people as you're woven into the fabric. Every person I mean, I I don't know how to say this any more strongly. Every person who calls Passion City Church home should be a door holder at Passion City Church. Every single person who calls Passion City Church home should be a door holder at Passion City Church so that we break down that consumer mentality and we embrace that servant-heartedness of Jesus. And that's when you're going to find your place in the story. You say, well, you know what, Louis? I have certain gifts and certain abilities, and, and there's not a way for me to use my main gift and my main ability at Passion City Church right now. So I'm just waiting until this happens or that happens or something else comes online, and then I'll be able to be a door holder. Do you know that there are people running corporations who are serving in, in, in roles here that you don't even see on a given Sunday? And they're doing it not because it's their primary function and gifting, but because there was a need there and they could step into that need and fill that need and build up our house by serving that need. And we're going to ask a lot of you as a door holder, especially through 2014, 
We're going to ask you to be trained. We're going to ask you to commit to uh, becoming as good as you can become. We're going to ask you to leaning in with us as we strive to be better and better and better at what we do. We're not going to take the leftovers. We don't want that little last ounce of time. We want people who say, this is a priority for me to be woven into the story of what God is doing in this house. And to those of you who are serving as door holders, can I just applaud you again today? for your willingness, for your sacrifice, for the spirit that you carry. Even in Passion 2014, so many people walking in and out of Phillips Arena, and they just would say to me, you have the best team. You have the best team. Hands down, you have the best team. I've been to this conference and that conference and this deal and this deal. You guys have the best team. We have guests here all the time. Almost every weekend, we have guests at Passion City Church. Every time, you have the best team, the most amazing people. How do you do it? How do you create that culture? Where do you find these people? I just want to applaud those of you that are leaning in and I want to invite all of us to be able to say that about our lives in 2014. Who are you? I'm a door holder in the kingdom of God, specifically in my family at Passion City Church, making a way for other people to experience what I have experienced because I didn't just want God to come through for me. I wanted God to come through for me so that through me, God could come through for someone else. There's one last way, and I'll say it quickly before we close today. So we've got weekend gatherings, everyone. I want you to make that a priority this year. I want you to step that up in your heart to say, I'm going to be there because our family is there. Community groups, I want us to lean in this year. I want some of our community groups to have to multiply this year because you're leaning in and you're finding your place in that story. Door holding, we want to see our door holding just explode this year. But the fourth thing we're hoping for for you is that you will find intentional relationships at Passion City Church. You say, well, what, what, what do you mean when you say that? Well, to put it in the terms everyone would understand more, that you would find some kind of a small group experience at Passion City Church. Now, I know when I say that, everybody's like, all right, finally, a small group. That's what I've been looking for. That's why I came on the weekend. That's why I rode the shuttle. That's why I tried being a door holder. That's why I showed up at the community group. I want a small group. I want six people, seven guys, four ladies, three other couples. I want four other students. I want some people in my life that I can form this, this little, you know, intentional band of brothers or sisters with. And I just want you to hear me say that at Passion City Church, we want every single person to be in an intentional relationship environment. You can call it a small group. You can call it a prayer group. You can call it a breakfast group. You can call it a ladies lunch group. You can call it a a Thursday night dinner group. You can call it whatever you want. But the idea is that you gather around your life several people who can journey with you in terms of building the roads in your life that God wants to build and then building through your life the roads that he wants to build for other people to come to know him. You say, well, that's what I'm talking about, Louie, and uh, I'm finally glad you got to number four. When are we going to start the small groups at Passion City Church? Because this is what it's all about. And the answer is they're already going. You're like, well, where do you sign up? You sign up by becoming a door holder and getting involved in a community group. 
And through the natural process of friendship and relationship, meeting like-minded, light-hearted people, and then saying, hey, let's take the next step. You know, we, we're in this community group together. We're these three couples, we really love each other. We're kind of same stage of life or same stage of heart. What if we started meeting, you know, twice a month just to encourage each other, pray for each other, um, open scripture together? How, what, what do you guys think? And they're like, yeah, let's do that. You're now in a small group. You're in an intentional relationship environment. And we didn't have to organize it. We didn't have to tell you who to be in a small group with, uh, which six guys to go to breakfast with a couple times a month, or which couples to have dinner with. You decided that based on affinity and heart. And all of a sudden, all over the house, everybody's got their people in their life and in their story. And here's the real beauty of it all, though. I think that if we come to that point where we say, you know what, I I just, for me, I'm thinking, uh, let me show it to you this way. I've had this hourglass up here the whole time. I think it kind of looks like this. Here here would be where we are right now. It's a lot of little grains of, of, of sand in the bottom of this hourglass. Whole bunch of people, big movement, big weekend gathering, lots of momentum, lots of buzz. But you're thinking, I I just want a a few people. I just want a little, you know, collection of people to belong to. And we all do. And so if you turn this around, that's what happens. Immediately, the big becomes very, very small, and it gets very, very focused and very specific. That's kind of the picture of what we're looking for in every person's life. That you could come on a weekend and feel a part of a movement, but at some point you could be sitting over coffee and feel like you're a part of two people's lives. That's what we're looking for. And so the movement becomes very personal in that moment. And all of the, all of the, you know, house of Passion City now has come down to a very personal level. And that's what we want for every one of you. But here's the thing. It doesn't end there. See, in humanity, it always ends there. I finally got what I want. I got some people around me. I have a little small group around me. That's what I really, really wanted the whole time. So I'm just going to focus on that. And now, you know, the other things become more optional for me. Whether I can door hold or not, I'll figure it out. If I can, I will. If I can, I won't. Whether I can go to community group, I really don't need community group anymore because I got my people now. I finally got it down to where I wanted it. And this is really what I was looking for all along. But that's not the gospel. I love in the middle of this text, this one phrase. We talked about it a few weeks ago. It says, accept one another then just as, as Christ has accepted you. Another translation says, welcome one another just as Christ has welcomed you. And so the beauty of that is I finally found my people and we want everyone to have their people. But what happens as a result of this? When we find our people, ultimately, God then wants to open our heart to make sure that other people have a way to hear that there's a way that they can find their people and find their place in God's story. I finally found my place in God's story. I want God now to use me to help other people find their place in God's story. And so I finally worked my way into 
a small group environment, an intentional relationship environment. And now through that environment, I I don't want to end there. I want God to use what he does in my life to open the way for more and more people to come so that as a result of my life, my growth, my maturity, my discipleship, my being transformed into the likeness of Jesus, there are many, 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 many more people in the city of Atlanta who have the same opportunity that I have had to come into a weekend gathering, to experience the movement of God's spirit, to experience the power and the momentum of the gospel, to then step into a significant place of serving the people of God, find community in an area of town that's easier to gravitate towards, find some people I can journey with and do life with, and then turn the equation around all over again and say, who's the next person that I can make that possible for? There's a big city called Atlanta, Georgia. It's filled with millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of people. And most of them today didn't journey to any gathering, didn't experience any spirit, didn't experience any Jesus, didn't sing any song, or know any anthem or open any truth or have their lives impacted like we have. And we want to turn the equation around and say, you know what, God, you work through us to reach your people so that through your people, you could reach the Gentiles, which means all the people so that the patriarchs, all their hope could come through in you. But then through you, all people could come to know the power of the gospel. And then just the last thing, I said at least five things. The last one of these, and we'll talk about it more later, is just your own personal devotion. That's your own daily commitment to being in worship, in the word, and in prayer with God. And if we will lean towards those five roads, I promise you, your life will be revolutionized by the end of this year. You'll move from just being an attender of churches to writing your story, God writing your story into the fabric of a house. And as God does that, your heart is going to change. I give you a picture as we close and uh, the band guys are going to come in just a second. But it's kind of like this at Passion City Church. We want to be an open door for everybody. We, we want to reach this whole city. We want to impact every part of Atlanta for the gospel. We're always going to keep reaching for more. But if we just reach and reach and reach, we will, we, our song will break down at some point. And so we want to be a place where everybody can find a core, can find a that intentional group of people who are going to walk with him. Why? Because life is going to happen. And when life happens in a church like Passion City Church, you're going to want to be in a community group. We have several families going through cancer right now in our church. What happens when life happens like that at a big church like Passion City Church? You want to be in a community group where there's 60, 70, 80 people who know your name, where there are people who know your story, where there's a place that you belong and they can rally around on behalf of this Passion City Church. They can rally around you and carry you in those days. And then inside of that community group, you're going to want your intentional friendships You're going to want those people in that moment. When life happens, that's who stands there when life happens. And all that's possible. It's possible when we reach out. And it's possible when we value diving in deep. And both those things together make it work. If I had an accordion, I I, I could show you this a whole lot better. I mean, I I can't play the accordion. But if there was, for example, an accordion player, I, I could... Oh my goodness, Todd Locke just comes out of nowhere with an accordion. How in the world does that happen? How in the world do you have somebody walk out with an accordion? 
Oh, that's so great, man. Awesome job. I love it. I love it. So I think everybody knows how an accordion works, right? And we're, we're winding down, Todd. So, but I want, I want to, to show people how this works because an accordion has to have two things going on. You got to go out and you got to go in. That's all I know about an accordion. And there's a lots of buttons and a lots of keys. And you figured out some of that um, and did an amazing job, by the way, <laughs> figuring all that out. But, but I know you can play a note and expand, but what happens if you just keep on expanding? Can you show us that? Isn't that awesome? Uh-oh. Okay, so that's how an accordion works. If you keep expanding, the music stops. So to expand, you got to go deep. You got to dive in. You got to you got to get, you know, down into the trenches, right? So that's another way to play. So ah, oh, now we're going. Now we're going again. We're going Uh-oh. The music stopped again. I think that picture is so beautiful cuz look, when this baby is closed, this is what you hear clacking. Nobody's hearing any music. When it's wide open, all you hear is clacking. And so Passion City Church becomes, hey, we're here on the weekend. Everybody's welcome. If you don't mind fighting the crowd, it's going to be worth it. And God's going to show up and he's going to change your life. It's going to be incredible. Let's just reach more people and more people and more people. If it's all about more, more, more and bigger and bigger and bigger, the music stops at some point and it's just clacking. But on the other hand, if we, if we dive deep and say, man, I just want to get my six people. I just want to get my little community. I just want to get my little clump around me. I just want to get it the way I want it, really. And if we get it so tight like that, that we forget about the city, the song stops too, and it just becomes clacking again. The rhythm of the house and the rhythm of the gospel, the rhythm of the heart of God is to open to the world and then to dive deep into the mysteries of God, to open for the people of the city and then to dive deep into community with some people who know and love you, to open and say everybody's welcome, but everybody's got to find their place to be woven into the story. So that's what happens when, when you open and close, the music starts playing and that's the beauty. That's how the city hears the song. That's how the city hears the song. They hear the song when our mentality is, God, I want you to come and work in my life. Yes, dive deep, go deep, change my life. But also then, God, I want you to open my life. And I want to make a way for every person I know in this city to experience the power of Jesus in my life. It's so great. Uh, so great. Let's give Todd a hand. Thank you so much. Amazing. 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 2014, it's the year of two prayers. God, I want you to come through for me. And he's going to do that. And some of you wants to do that right now. And that second prayer, God, will you come through for me so that through me, through my life and through this house, you can come through for all the people of this city.